and welcome to the Perfect Provender podcast. I'm Jodie and today I'm joined by Alice from the Bishy Way in York. She's going to be telling me a bit about her latest or newest venture, um, which is the Bishy, Bishy Way. Um, so it's um, sort of a take on a way house, would you say that's how you describe yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I'd describe it as a, a pantry and household goods store where you can shop without any plastic waste and also reduce your food waste as well because you can just buy however much you need when you need it. Perfect. So what inspired you to start the Bishy Way then? Um, I wanted to make my own lifestyle greener and one thing that was really frustrating me was the amount of plastic packaging with food like the minute you walk into a supermarket it's kind of game over as far as cutting down your plastics concerned there's very few things you can get loose other than some of the fruit and veg really and I mean some of the supermarkets are making steps towards yeah. uh, plastic free or bringing your own container for a few things but on the whole you kind of still end up with a lot of single-use plastic a lot of which isn't recyclable yeah it's scary um, isn't it when you get home and empty your shopping bags and you think oh, gosh there's more plastic waste than food yeah yeah <laughs> it was, so so I, I i i was quite inspired by other shops on this kind of business model that were popping up all over the country and that with the the empty unit that was on bishy road at the time kind of the penny dropped uh, yeah like yeah. kind of that actually that would make quite a good addition to the high street um so yeah so that's yeah it was on a, on a beach clean with my mum talking about zero waste shops and suddenly i thought hang on Right, something we I'll could do up, here. I'll yeah, put in some inquiries. I'll see what yeah. we can find out. Yeah, and here we are. Because it seems like there's a really nice community on Bishop Thought Road mm. of nice little independents, like the grocery shops. They're probably tying really well with what you're doing because it looks like a lot of loose veg and things like that. So it seemed like a good opportunity to sort of. Yeah. That. yeah, yeah. Basically, like the the independent food retailers on Bishy Road High Street if you think about it like each of us like we're aisles in a supermarket so you've got us for your sort of dry pantry goods your household cleaning materials your sort of toiletries and things like that all for refill or all packaging free you've got loose fruit and veg you've got you know you can get um either nut milks from us or dairy milk in glass bottles or for return from the from the green grocers there's a butcher's a deli yeah and you can pretty much go home with no plastic or next to no packaging do your whole weekly shop on one little road supporting all independents and waste free yeah yeah it's it's pretty adorable. Yeah, that's really <laughs> nice, isn't it? So yeah. do you do you live locally then? To, yeah, 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 I rent not too far away, so it's it's, it's really oh, nice perfect. being able to use this as my local high street as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And how um long have you been set up then? When did you start? Uh, we opened on the 14th of December. So yeah. so about sort of 6 weeks ago, yeah. Oh, right, so not that long yeah, really. Yeah. 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 And I've seen lots on um social media and stuff so has that been quite a big help to you do you think getting going with that instagram and things like that definitely yeah yeah yeah. social media has kind of been our our first and sort of foremost sort of method of marketing so far we're just kind of looking into what else to do with sort of flyers and and other more sort of traditional forms of of sort of press and marketing as well but social media has been a real real help help. yeah yeah (laughs) Um, and what did the process of sort of having the idea to getting the shop actually up and running where did you sort of start and what was the journey like uh research planning funding applications lots of spreadsheets and and some more research yeah um, yeah there was there was quite a lot to do a lot to find out and we just wanted to test the concept at, at every single step of the way we we just kind of we kept expecting it to, to fail or for the idea to not be viable so we were really scrutinizing it at every single stage yeah, and and actually each bit of market research we did or each sort of you know set of numbers that we would kind of run like 
actually looked encouraging. We're like, okay, well, we'll go to the next bit then, and then the next bit, and the next bit, and then then here we are. So, yeah, yeah it was um, quite a long process of, of research. Yeah, but yeah. Worth it. <laughs> and did you do anything like crowdfunding to help you? Or? Yeah, we, yeah, we did. We we kind of we gathered enough funding by ourselves that we would be able to open yeah um but with the cost of the scales and the till which is like a really really useful bit of kit that we've they're got, amazing yeah, really they, good. yeah. They, they make it very easy and very smooth running for customers which yeah. was really important to us so if we were going to buy that it meant that we weren't going to be able to afford to have a lot of the lifestyle goods the yeah. non-edible range all the sort of shampoos and conditioners and yeah so all the kind of our basic yeah, yeah it would have been kind of basic groceries and we wanted to make this shop as useful as possible. So every single penny of crowdfunding help that we got yeah. enabled us to expand the range and to kind of cover as many bases as we were able to. So yeah. that was a huge help. And it was great to know that that enthusiasm was out there as well before we opened. Yeah, that people yeah. also believe in your idea as well, which is yeah. reassuring yeah. And that they wanted it and that they wanted those kind of products to be available to them. So. Yeah. yeah. And tell us a little bit about the tills, because for anyone who's not been... Um, they're a great concept make life so much easier don't oh, they yeah, yeah they take all the hassle out of it bring any container you like yeah. um, whether that's a jar or a tin or an old soup tub or ice cream tub or yeah. even we've seen pillowcases used for pasta um, pop it on the scales and at the press of a button you, you get a printed out sticker that has the weight of that container and a barcode and then you can go and fill it with whichever product you want come back and weigh it full and just flip the barcode and it takes off the weight of that container so you're yeah. only paying for the contents it, it's really it's simple so simple and yeah, yeah it's brilliant um so what would you say has been your biggest challenge then in getting up and running in getting up and running it was definitely kind of gathering the, the getting the funding together like yeah. you know the um sort of it was a mixture of loans which were not easy to come by um but through i say all of the business planning and real perseverance we were able to convince one high street bank to yeah. believe in us and, <laughs> and then with the crowdfunding and whatever i was able to sum up myself as well yeah. i like, had to go into it that was really quite hard to kind of get that um together and then since opening it's just been kind of getting the word out that's kind of been sort of the, the, yeah. the, the challenge because the um the premises that we're in was under renovation for quite a few months and emptied before that so I think it's sort of taken everyone by surprise a little bit that there's yeah. now something actually operating inside yeah, and a lot yeah. of people weren't weren't aware. you know aware that we'd we'd sort of set up yet but um, and and do you have another are you white rose bakes that's well? me yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. what's that is that a bakery so that's a bakery link? yeah so we we supply to cafes and delis and shops kind of you know okay mostly yeah. in york but you know around yorkshire as yeah, well yeah yeah and and upstairs in the, in the, in the shop yes, as well. i've yeah. seen those caramel <laughs> slices look amazing <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it keeps us pretty busy yeah, enticing people in for yeah. those yeah. <laughs> perfect um so who would you say has been your biggest helpers? Has that been using your network from uh, White Rose Bakes has been a bit of a help? Or um, have you had people in the local community getting involved? Yeah, like, I mean, it's def definitely like my other half, Chris, and my family have been a massive help. Like, yeah. I'm not sure that I would have eaten myself, like, in the months of kind of, like, planning and opening the shop if it hadn't been for them, yeah. like, kind of <laughs> cooking and helping me out with lots of things. Um, and Kerry, who's my second in command, yeah. both here and at the bakery, um, and David, our amazing accountant, who has just gone above and beyond since the very first sort of idea formed. Yeah. Without those two as like our sort of core team doing the business plan, it never would have happened. 
Um, and then since then, the shop team have been amazing, like adapting really well and really quickly to this brand new and constantly evolving yeah. uh, business where we're all kind of learning it as we go along and, yeah, and kind of get what people want and yeah, yeah, how they getting, want to shop. getting to know our customers, getting to know what the product range needs to include and adapting that and taking suggestions and all that kind of stuff. And just all of the people who supported us on Indiegogo, like without yeah. their help we wouldn't be in the best shape we wouldn't you know we wouldn't have opened as the shop we were able to open as so yeah. it made all the difference so it's been yeah. a real network of people coming massive together team effort yeah and how do you think the people of fish at thought rove and york have sort of taken this concept and your ethos as well oh like like ducks to water i think like when um kerry and i went and met with the the bishy road traders association back yeah. when we were in the planning stages just to kind of sound out the idea and they were all for it. You know, they could see that it wasn't treading on anyone's toes. It was going to complement what else is on offer yeah. on the street rather than compete with it. And so they were so supportive, so friendly and have been, you know, since we've been open saying, oh, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. And they've all said, like, I've been speaking with like the butcher and the greengrocer and the deli. They've all said they've seen new customers since we've opened oh, and, loads, nice. and loads more people bringing their own containers as oh, well. Brilliant. So, so it's having a knock on effect. Yeah, which is, which is just music to my ears really yeah that's great yeah. Isn't it? that's exactly what it was trying to yeah, trigger that's exactly what we're i about. think um like you know things like the tills and making it easy for people to shop is key isn't it because mm. at the moment the supermarkets make it easy for people to shop whereas yeah. actually we want to show people that you can be more environmentally friendly and still do all your shopping efficiently oh yeah like i mean convenience is king and that's yeah. kind of where the supermarkets have sort of got us over a barrel to a certain extent yeah. but but there's certain things we can offer that you can't get at the supermarket. The kind of personal service and the yeah, kind that of relationship, interaction you yeah. get. Not just here, but everywhere down this street. You really get to know the people who are serving you and, and have proper conversations. Like every day we've we've got, you know, people kind of swapping recipes and oh, chatting about what lovely. they've been cooking or what's going on in the community. Yeah. And, um, you know, just really Embracing getting it. involved and feeling like a community you know and, yeah. and, and that's really special and I'm chuffed to be a part of it <laughs> that is isn't it that's nice that it's having a gr- an impact on a greater level mm. Um, mm. because I know when we started so last year at the beginning of January we made like right we're going to do a week plastic free food shopping so we did that and then we're like actually no this is great we'll carry on yeah so we started to get to know the butcher better and then where do we get the uh, vegetables and things and it was so nice going back every week and they're like oh how's your week been what yeah. would you like this week are you doing anything at the weekend and you think oh actually you don't you miss that conversation when in the supermarket Definitely. and shopping online as well where it's just like a big factory of food and yeah. you don't yeah. have that connection you know we are human and when we come together something yeah. amazing can happen yeah. so it's nice to see it all on one place and revolving around food which is you know yeah. I look there's a quote um it's like food is a universal experience and it is because it's something that connects us all together doesn't it so when it can be done in one row it's great (laughs) it's something we all need and it can be such a pleasure yeah um and and one comment we've had consistently actually from customers is that when they come in because we've just got the food and it's just the containers that it's not kind of there isn't the barrier of packaging and branding yeah. and all this, but they actually feel more inspired and more connected to the food in, in yeah, they, they're yeah. thinking about what they're going to cook and they see an ingredient they think oh yeah I've not had that in a while or oh I wonder what I could do with that and you know and and it just sort of seems to sort of stir up a bit more excitement about cooking as well yeah. you know well, like you say it's connecting yeah. with food again because again when things mm. come packaged in brightly colored put on this shelf so it catches mm. your eye and it's mm. all very much around this big 
marketing scheme it's yeah. not actually connecting with food it's just the ingredients um, and like you're yeah. saying about people swapping recipes and i know you have some recipe books upstairs yeah, as well yeah. don't you yeah, which is yeah. so nice because you think oh lentils what can i do with them like have, have a, a flick look. through yeah, yeah definitely um, which is great to see people connecting yeah. properly with oh food. that's it because i think we all get stuck in a rut don't we with what we cook we have the same sort of few household favorites that get churned out again and again yeah. and they're great but sometimes you just kind of need to liven things yeah. a bit or try something new and and finding ideas for that that fit into your lifestyle, your time, your budget, it <laughs> yeah. can be a challenge. So, any we're always up for a chat. So yeah. you know that. And I, kind I of think that. you've got every single spice under the sun behind your uh, counter. So if you can't find it there, I don't think you'll find it anywhere. Yeah, we've tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're now we're now not really getting any suggestions from customers where we don't have it. Uh, or if we don't it's because it's something like saffron which would be entirely unaffordable to have in yeah, yeah so it's um so i think we are pretty much there now with the spice all bases. Bases. yeah and <laughs> yeah. um, so what would you say is the best bit about running um the bishy way it's definitely the the customer feedback when we get returning customers who are like not only pleased with the food products they've bought but when they come to me and they say well, since we've started doing, you know, half our shopping on our local high street and with you, and we only do half our shopping in the supermarket now, we've halved our rubbish. Yeah. Or, or I get sent photographs sometimes of from customers like on our to our Facebook account, and it's like photographs of their kitchen cupboards all with their lovely containers Aww. all lined up, and they go, look, no single use plastic, yeah. and, and just the instant reward that that gives them, the instant yeah. kind of gratification of of how much better that feels and that they notice that difference straight away in terms of the impact to their household yeah. waste and, to, and to the impact of how they're enjoying food and cooking more and that sort of family experience. That is the best bit. Oh, that's Hands it down. It's magical, isn't yeah, it? When you see absolutely. You know, literally changing people's lives. But it is it's, you know, the way you shop, the it, way you buy, the way you connect, the way you eat. And it's happening so much faster than I imagined. But... But it kind of makes sense that after one shopping trip where you don't take home any plastic... Yeah. and it gives you, you that buzz. You, you think, I'm going to do that again. Yeah, yeah. you immediately <laughs> see and feel the difference at home and, and that's just then, you know, something people can then find it's actually easier to adapt to perhaps than they, than they first thought. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so how do you see the future of shopping going then? Mm. Um, do you think people are going to really embrace the high street and local markets? Do you think that's going to sort of take the world by storm? I really hope so, yeah. and and not just from a business point of view either. <laughs> yeah, like, that would be helpful. Yeah, because <laughs> um, you know it's like I said, it, it's really easy. I can kind of come down Bishop Road High Street and I can do all my household shopping now and not take home a single piece of plastic, you know. And so it's better for the environment, and like we've been saying, it's better socially too. So yeah. I just really like for for everyone who can to be able to enjoy shopping in that way. And, and one thing I'd like to do, you know, a longer term plan for us and, and as perhaps a collaboration with other of the indie shops on, on the street yeah. would be to try and offer a delivery service to kind of... Uh, to reach to, the people that reach, aren't going to make it. That's yeah. it, you know, because, in, you know, not just for convenience, but for those who are going to struggle to get out and about as much yeah. to not yeah. necessarily have, not miss out on that interaction and yeah. that enjoyment of the food and that personal service that we can offer to those who come into the shop so it'd take a bit of organizing but it yeah. can't be impossible and i know there's yeah, logistics will be mm, a little bit and but. i think there's a keenness with the other shops as well to kind of look into some of those yeah, kind of ideas really and nice concept, think creatively about how we can work together oh yeah, yeah i'd be interested to see yeah. how uh, that takes shape that would yeah. be great mm. um so i've got one last question and um what tip would you give to anyone wanting to sort of follow a passion for something or start up their own business 
research. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Loads of research. Like I say, come at it from every angle you can think of. Seek out criticism everywhere that you can find it and plan and cross out every tiny detail. Slash your forecast. Be as cruel to yourself as you can be in your planning stage. And then if it still looks like it's viable and can be popular, then go ahead. Yeah. Um, You know, just... Uh, yeah that's kind of that's one piece i'm going to give you another tip uh, so, yeah. um is that make sure you've got the sort of the time and the energy and the, and the enthusiasm for yeah. it because it, it is a cliche but it is round the clock like it's either work or thinking about work or worrying about the, the business or you know losing sleep over it and <laughs> and that has an impact on your family and your support network too yeah. so it's definitely speaking with you know, whether it's your partner your family whoever's going to be supporting you with it yeah, check to check that board. they are on board with it because like by proxy they they go through the mill with it as well yeah, and yeah. um and you no one can do it alone yeah, <laughs> you need that support don't you definitely. yeah as much yeah. as you might think yes i've got this actually when you start you think, oh, yeah really need some it support. might be you doing all the work and stuff but when you're shattered and you haven't got time for brain space for anything yeah. else that you used to have in your life for a good long while yes, in the planning yeah. and early stages you know everything everything has an impact so it's kind of being ready for a bit of a rough ride really. yeah <laughs> I know I've seen all these quotes that people that are like oh I left my nine to five but now work five till nine and things like yeah. that but you think <laughs> yeah. well actually it makes me feel so great doing yeah, it and the rewards it. are bigger than any job that that's it this yeah. is why I say like you know make sure you've got the time and the energy and the enthusiasm and if you do absolutely go for it because yeah. those kind of never-ending working hours they don't last forever <laughs> if you can if you can do the work and like i mean we've kind of had this experience with the bakery and get it up and running it can become a nine to five yeah <laughs> yeah or, or, or just about yeah. <laughs> um but but it doesn't happen overnight it's, it's no, a long process be. and you've got to even when it looks really tricky and really worrying <laughs> if you've done the research and you believe in it and you know you can make it work put in those hours and do what you can yeah it's like um, you say you've got to have that enthusiasm because yeah. it's going to take you through those long hours yeah yeah and def- get you definitely to the yeah because it because then it doesn't really feel i mean like it, it's work but it sometimes doesn't feel like work it just feels like a fun project yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> but then like i say then then there are the times when you you Why really need sleep yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh no that was great nice to hear what your sort of experience has been and and what are your plans for obviously you're saying about trying to um embrace what else is going on on Bishop Thought Robe and mm. perhaps doing a delivery service would you sort of seek to open another shop somewhere or we'll see I mean we'll yeah. definitely sort of test how it goes here and stuff and see what the demand is yeah. and stuff I wouldn't rule it out but it might be a very much long term sort yeah, of thing yeah thinking, yeah thinking a long way ahead yeah, but yeah. well I wish you the best of luck with it because I think it's so it's amazing much, to yeah. see you like tackling this you know um waste problem and bringing it to somewhere like york where there are so many wonderful independent shops yeah. doing great things oh, so yeah. it's well, nice to keep expanding on that yeah well we're just joining in with what had already been started on, on bishy road high street really <laughs> filling the gap that's it the, and just kind of just adding to the environmentally friendly things that are happening around yeah. here yeah yeah oh well um i'm sure it'll continue to grow and thank you Hope for so. giving me your time very welcome thank you very much <laughs> thank you